So, feel your contact with the floor. Feel how you're resting on this fine spring evening. Feel how the floor supports you. It's not necessarily an obvious concept. Do you feel that the floor supports you? What is your relationship to the floor? Does all of you have the same relationship with the floor or are some parts of you resting? What's resting on the floor? Maybe some parts of you are pushing into the floor, struggling a bit with the floor. Is anything pushing or struggling for you? And some parts of you may be actually supported by the floor and feeling supported. And that's interesting because those parts can be parts that touch the floor or parts that don't touch the floor. It's like an arch on an old Roman bridge or in a cathedral, the stones may all be supported by the floor, even if just the pillars touch the floor, the whole arch, space behind your knees, the space behind your back, the space behind your neck. Even the parts that aren't touching the floor may be getting support from the floor. And uh, come up to sit. Come and sit. Sit with the soles of your feet together, your knees open to the side. And hold on to your ankles, your left ankle with your left hand, your right ankle with your right hand. And begin from inside, from between your knees, yeah. And begin to lift your right ankle, your right leg away from the floor. You can hold around kind of the outside of your ankle instead. Don't scoop underneath, but just hold on to your ankle in a really simple way, yeah. We'll do the things. You can use your thumbs now. We'll do the thing without your thumbs later, but just holding on to your ankle in a really simple way from the top, yeah. Just lift the right leg and see where you go, lifting the right leg. Where does your weight shift? Lift it and then put it down again. Maybe extend it a little bit as you lift it, lift it, extend it a little bit, push it down.
so much activity now in the hallway. No parking out front, gentrification advances. So let's focus in again on the more local shifts, your own shift as you lift your right leg and put it down again. And how does all of you move to lift your leg? Do you rock back on your pelvis? Do you rock towards your left sit bone? Where do you rock to as you lift your right leg and put it down again? Where does your head go? How's your head part of this? As you lift your right leg and a little bit, you can extend your knee. Just figure out what works for you. Lift and extend. Try tilting your right ear towards your right shoulder. So as you lift your right leg, lift and extend a little bit, then tilt your right ear towards your right shoulder. And what happens? Make that all into one movement. Go slowly, put it together. How does the lifting of your leg, what do you do with your core to do that? How does your background, where does it move to? Where does your weight shift to? And if tilting your right ear to your right shoulder is part of that movement, then... What is it that comes together? What idea did this combination of your extremities introduce to your spine and your chest and your torso and your shifting of your weight in your pelvis? And then continue, but now tilt your left ear towards your left shoulder as you lift your leg and come back up to looking at the horizon as you put your leg down. And what happens now? Where do you go now? How does your back and your chest round and shift now? Where does your weight shift to now? Does your weight shift now more to your left sits bone, your left ischium away from your right? Let's continue. And feel that. The new whole idea you get of lifting your right leg, tilting your left ear towards your left shoulder. Rocking your weight, perhaps more to your left sits bone. Right sits bone gets lighter. Pause, take a little rest. You can stay sitting or you can lie on your back, whatever you like, but have a little rest. Oh, everyone's going to vote for their backs. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) You don't have to. You can stay sitting. Don't feel peer pressure. (laughs) I paid my money. I want my back time.
Come up to sit again. Soles of your feet together again. Hold on to your ankles. And now lift your left leg. Feel what it's like to lift your left leg with your left hand. Lift and a little extension. You're not trying to straighten your leg. You're just trying to find a path where lifting your leg and putting it down again goes together with extending it. You kind of do both those things simultaneously. You don't lift and then extend and then bend and then put it down. But the whole trajectory of lifting is also a little bit of an unfolding of the leg. You'll find what works for you, how far you unfold it, what feels right. It's not necessarily about the hamstrings or anything. It's just about how everything fits together and how your arm fits into your shoulder and how that all relates to your chest and your spine and your rocking on your pelvis. So do you feel your weight shifting back, shifting to your right as you use your left hand to lift your left leg? Put it down again. And use for yourself your own breathing as a measure. Can you do this? And how can you do this? And how far can you do this without holding your breath? So your breathing just continues. You can breathe out. You can breathe in. doesn't matter. You do what feels appropriate. And as you do that, tilt your right ear towards your right shoulder as you lift your left leg. And feel where that invites your weight to tilt. Where does that invite the weight under your pelvis to go? Make it more clear that you're rocking towards your right sits bone, your right ischium, ischial tuberosity, they call it, the bony thing at the base of your pelvis on which you sit. And then tilt your left ear towards your left shoulder as you lift your left leg. And what's different now? Does that help you lift your leg? Does it make it more difficult? Does it make it heavier, lighter? And then rest for a moment in sitting. Don't go all the way onto your back, but just rest for a moment in sitting. And then again, put the soles of your feet together. Hold on to your ankles. And lift both legs. Lift both legs at once. What? 
Okay, so it might be easier to lift both legs at once if you scoot them a little closer to yourselves. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and bring them closer. How close do they have to be before you can just a little bit lightly roll backwards? You've probably figured that out. Maybe your back rounds, your head lowers. Everything rounds so you can go backwards and lift both legs and maybe extend them a little bit as you lift them. Make as many mistakes as possible. Try to do it gradually, but maybe you kind of fall. You fall backwards, you fall forwards, whatever. Don't worry too much about falling. Have our nice mats. I think you're all far enough away from the wall. You're not in any danger if you fall. Lift and open your legs and knees, and then bring your feet back towards your groin as you sit up again, as you come forwards. Really play with that. Play with what kind of balance can you get tilting backwards and opening your legs, and then bringing your ankles, your heels back towards your groin and sitting again. It can even be a little kind of snap forwards. <laughs> There's different ways you can melt into this and different ways you can use momentum in this. And We don't have to specify now whether you're intended to use momentum or melt. Especially as you bring your heels back towards your groin, back towards your pelvis, you can use a little momentum there. Snap them back towards your groin, and that brings you up to sitting. (laughs) But on your way to that, can you balance as you roll backwards, as you lift your legs? as you lift and extend your legs and then balance. And if you do go all the way onto your back, is it possible to keep hold of your ankles, snap them towards your pelvis, and come back up to sitting? It's a question. It's a question. It's totally a question. The answer to the question may be no. You know this phrase. I probably haven't said this phrase in a long time. Feldenkrais said the essence of this method is making the impossible possible, the possible easy, and the easy elegant. So anywhere you are along that continuum is a good place to be. Come back up to sitting and maybe try it one leg at a time. Lift one leg and extend it a little. Put that down. See what that's like now compared to the beginning. Oh, my God, everybody's like doing 3,000 times more than they were at the beginning. And then lift the other leg and put it down. Alternate. Go back and forth. Feel your weight go towards... Remember, some of you have done the pelvic clock, so if you had that clock under your pelvis, don't worry about this if you haven't. Where would, where would the hands of the clock be going as you lift the one leg and lift the other? Are they going to 10 and 2 or 11 and 1 or 9 and 3? Where are you going on your pelvic clock as you lift each leg and extend it? And after you've done each leg one at a time a few times, try them both again together. See how well you balance going backwards. How do you come onto your back if you come onto your back? How do you snap your feet towards your pelvis to come up to sit again? Okay, and then go ahead, next time you come onto your back, stay on your back, stretch out, have some of that precious back time. 
And feel your contact with the floor again. Where you're resting, how you're resting. Where you're pushing, if you're pushing anywhere, has that changed? Where you're getting support. And then come up to sit again. And again, sit with the soles of your feet together. And now take hold of uh, around the arch of your foot, around the mid part of your foot, from the outside, from on top, with your thumb together with your uh, fingers. Helen Christ always called this like an ape. It's like an ape grip. You're not, no opposable thumbs anymore. We're editing out the opposable thumbs. Your hand is like, your whole hand is like a hook. And take it from around the top of your foot rather than the inside and underneath. Yeah, like that. Perfect. Okay. And now, again, start to pick up your right leg and put it down again. See what that's like. Feel your rocking, turn your head. Did that make it easier or harder to hold your feet in this different way? Funny, eh? Why Why would it be easier or harder? Feel that. Try it. To lift your foot and extend your leg, think about the relationship of your knee and your elbow. Knee and elbow, very deep. Knee and elbow, think about the relationship. No, feel, look at, feel, whatever, the relationship of your knee and elbow. Don't think too much, just notice it. Knee and your elbow. And your weight shifting? Is your weight shifting back? Is it shifting to the left as you lift your right leg? And then try the other foot. Lift your left foot. Put it down again. Extend the knee. And your thumbs again like a... Like you don't have thumbs. Your thumbs are together with your fingers, so you're not holding around your foot. You're hooking your foot in. Yeah, lift and put down. Where does your weight go? And then holding your feet like this, lift both together. Rock backwards, round your back backwards, lift both together. Is it easier or harder? Holding it somehow a little, maybe not as easy, holding both your feet like this. Oh, there it goes. Go ahead, lose your balance and see, snapping your feet towards your pelvis again. Can you come back up? What's the timing with the legs? 
If you find the timing of the legs, it's not so much about rolling all the way backwards that your pelvis comes off the floor. You don't have to lift your pelvis off. You just snap the legs and everything comes up. But that may be a more or less hypothetical idea for you. You Go ahead and play with it. Feel the balance. Balance and then where you lose the balance. The balance and the tip. And then the snap of the legs that brings you back up. And maybe it's more challenging now holding your feet like this. It's not as easy as when you were holding your ankles. It's funny. And so you do as much as you can do. Actually, that from the impossible to the possible, possible to easy, easy and elegant, that leaves out the first step, which is from the unimaginable to the impossible. Like it's one thing to be able to imagine something, but it's impossible to actually do. And another thing to like not even be able to imagine it. Like, what's she talking about? It's a very important step. Great. Great. And the next time you're on your back, go ahead and take a rest. Another great, we're doing best hits of Moshe Feldenkrais tonight. Another great line from Feldenkrais I probably haven't said in a long time is, this may be something that you have not done since you were, oh, 14 months of age or something. So if it's something that you haven't done in... Let's say, what does that make it? 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years? I don't know. You tell me. Um, Don't worry if you don't do it in the first five minutes or the first hour that you even contemplate doing it for the first time since you were 14 months old. Just feel how you're resting on the floor. And come up to sit again when you're ready. Sit with the soles of your feet together and take hold around the middle of your foot, the outside of the arch in the same way, with the hook of your hands, your thumbs together with your fingers. And now in this configuration, we have an interesting possibility we have not yet exploited, which is... Look at your elbow. Look now at your right elbow. Let's think about your right elbow. If you tilt to the right and lift your left leg, you could, in theory, bring your right elbow towards the floor in front of your right shin or near your right knee. So start to think about that. Lift your left foot away from the floor, tilt to the right, and could your right elbow come and hit the floor somewhere, come and support you on the floor, can do it gently, it doesn't have to hit it, and somewhere in front of your right knee. So now you're tilting really much more forwards. All this lifting of legs we've been doing, we've been rocking backwards as we lift our legs. But as you lift your left leg, you tilt forwards and come to take your right elbow towards the floor in front of your right shin. Really take your time to develop that. That might be a new idea here. It's not the direction you were going in before. You've got to kind of 
take everything, let the breath come out, don't hold your breath. You have to let your chest fold, everything soften and hang forward, your head hang forward and to the side so that lifting your left leg now lets your right elbow come to the floor in front of your right shin. And then as you bring your left foot back to position, back to facing your right foot, that brings you right back up to sit again. Really easy. Geometry of your own body makes it happen. Your own skeleton all hooked up in this weird way makes it happen. You just keep doing that until it becomes more and more kind of gradually melting towards letting your right elbow hold your weight, letting your right elbow support you. And then the lovely thing is you find your right elbow supports you is that's merely one step away from your right shoulder going towards the ground. You're making for yourself a nice rounded surface for you to come towards your back. If you trust it, if you trust that it's going to be gradual enough and your head's going to back of your head and the back of your shoulder and everything can come onto the floor as you lift and lengthen your left leg. And then can you turn around and come back up? Turn around the same way you went and your heels coming towards your buttocks, but in a certain order now, not at the same time, but in a certain order, and bring you back up. Go slowly. The more that you melt down, the easier you can come back up. Don't forget, as your right elbow goes towards the floor in front of your right knee, you lift and lengthen your left leg. Lifting and lengthening your left leg gives you... It's interesting. It doesn't just... um, It kind of helps guide your head and the back of your shoulder towards the floor. Don't know if that's helpful, but we got time to play with this. We're in no hurry. And then as you roll back the way you came and over your right elbow, your left foot snapping towards your buttocks, snapping towards your sits bone, helps bring your head back up to sit. Beautiful. And just stay on your backs and take a little rest. Take a little rest. (laughs) You might not be like head at the head of the mat and foot at the foot of the mat. You could be anywhere right now.
and then come up to sit again. And hold on to the, your midfoot around the outside, the way you've been doing, with the hook of your hand and your fingers in a hook. And let's do that to the other side. Take your left elbow towards the floor in front of your left knee as you lift and lengthen your right leg. And I said a moment ago, everybody's heads were safe, but take an extra look around you and see if you're far enough away from the wall. And just... Play with that really slowly, gradually. Your left elbow goes towards the floor and you lift and lengthen your right leg. And just starting from the kernel of that idea, feel the coordination, feel the balance. It's almost like you're melting onto your left elbow on the floor. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What can you move? What can you move? Can you move your legs? Can you lengthen your legs and then shorten them again? Can you take them from side to side? If you take your one leg backwards or forwards, does it take you somewhere? Can you get back out of where you are? Or do you have to go back to the beginning and start all over again? It's amazing. Now you could just do this for the next year. For the next year, you don't need me. You just hold on to your feet and see where you go and see what folds and unfolds and see where that takes you and gradually when we all come back together a year from now see we'll see everybody will be like melting in 360 degrees and back and forwards and with every combination of lengthening and folding legs and This lesson is high on the list of single lessons that encapsulates almost everything in Feldenkrais. <laughs> so what are we doing? Taking the left elbow towards the floor in front of the left knee. It's a very simple but very potent idea. Lift and lengthen your right leg. Oh, here's another. We're going to do gems of Feldenkrais tonight. Another line somebody said on some talk show, you know, Moshe, can you sum up the entire method in one sentence? And he said, my aim is to make peace between the nervous system and gravity. So (laughs) here you are. You're in your own little peacemaking sphere here. (laughs) You may not feel like you're there yet. You may feel a bit like a war. I don't know. But you'll probably agree that even so far... It's not a bad description for the moments of grace and ease and elegance you have found so far in the lesson, that you have greater peace between your nervous system and gravity. So going down on your left elbow, lifting your right leg and lengthening your right leg. You know, he did this deliberately when he was teaching. He would just like launch into half an hour of philosophy or something. And then he'd, sometimes he says, I didn't tell you to stop moving. He'd say, keep moving. Like you're supposed to be able to think and move at the same time. Like when you're going through your life and you get into your car and you do this and you do that and you walk down the street, you don't stop thinking while you're doing that. So left elbow towards the floor, 
melt your weight onto, oh, it's this beautiful like arc around your elbow and your back and your shoulder. You can just roll over it while you lengthen your right leg. And then as you take your right leg and snap your right heel back towards your pelvis, it just pulls everything along that circle, everything around that hoop and back up to sitting. Beautiful. And maybe it does it in a kind of snap of momentum or maybe you're starting to melt in both directions. Impossible to possible, possible to easy, easy to elegant. You're in your own place on that trajectory. Great. Beautiful. And leave that. Just stand your backs the next time you're there. Take a rest. Okay, and then come up uh, to sit again. And now take hold of the arches of your feet, but from the inside, with your hands in those hooks. So you're slipping your hands each between your two feet, and the backs of your hands basically are together. And now you're holding, right, holding your feet um, Again, with that hook of your hands. And just one at a time, lift your right leg and rock to the left and feel how you lift and extend that leg and how your weight shifting, how you keep your balance as you do that. Try your other leg. Lift your left leg and rock to the right. Alternate, lift one and then the other. You feel your left thigh going towards the floor as you lift your right leg. Feel your right thigh going towards the floor as you lift your left leg. Let your head hang to make that happen. Your head hangs left ear to the left shoulder as you lift your right leg. Right ear to the right shoulder as you lift your left leg.
Okay, here you've got some peace between the nervous system and gravity. You're rocking to one side, coming back up, rocking to the other, coming back up. Head helps that, your shoulders help that, your legs help that, for whatever little range is a balanced rocking for you. Don't worry about what your neighbors are doing, even though you can see them. And then both legs together. If you lift both legs together, as far as you can go without losing your balance, where do you rock to now? Or is it harder? It might be harder. You could go back and try the other options. Try holding onto your ankle. Try holding onto your outside of your feet. Try holding onto the inside of your feet. Just feel curious for yourself. Where was it easiest to lift both legs, extend both knees? Rounding your back backwards. Funny thing is that snapping of your feet towards your pelvis, rolling up to sit, it might be accessible now with holding onto your ankles. Maybe it's not as accessible holding onto the outside of your feet or holding onto the inside of your arches. Try and compare a little. Come onto your backs, rest on your backs. And now bring, bend your knees and bring your legs up over your chest and open your knees to the side and take hold of the insides of your arches with your feet in uh, your hands in these hooks. And if you can't reach that far, you can take hold of your pant legs or your ankles. But if you can reach between your feet to take hold of the arch of your foot from the inside mm-hmm. with each hand like a hook. Yeah, you had it right. You had it right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, And then begin to open your left leg to the side and roll to the side that your left leg takes you to. So you just, just uh, it doesn't take any momentum, it doesn't take any effort, but just the weight of opening your left leg to the side is going to start to roll you towards your left side. And just slowly feel rolling to your left side as you open your left leg and then rolling onto your back as you close your left leg again. Don't need to do that much with your right foot or your right leg yet. Just open your right leg to the side and let the weight 
Legs are great that way. Legs are big and long. They don't even have to be that heavy just because they're so long. Some Greek inventor of mechanics described that, right? Big, long plank, it's going to, weight is going to roll you to the side. The weight of that long leg. As long as you let it, let your head turn, let your body roll. Contrary to popular opinion, we're sort of round all around. We're not like a front and a back with no sides. So, weight of that leg can roll you to the side. Once you've come towards your side, we're going to find a funny trick with your right leg. So you've rolled towards your side, your left leg is extended, you're holding onto the insides of your feet. And if you take your left heel towards your, sorry, your right, I have to start all over again because I'm not thinking clearly. Okay, you've extended your left leg, you've rolled to the side, you're on your left side. Now, if you take your right heel towards your buttocks, towards your groin, and your right knee open in just the right way, you'll find yourself sitting with your right leg long and your left leg bent towards your buttocks, sitting with one long leg and one bent leg. It'll just happen. Sorry, your left leg is extended or your right leg? Your left leg is extended and your right leg comes towards your butt and your knee comes out and blah, 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 your head just comes right over your left knee and left elbow and there you are sitting. I'm like, what? Okay, so that was obviously, you got to come at this kind of like, have that idea in mind. Let's have the idea in mind and then come at it. (laughs) And come at it many times and go, what in the world is she talking about? We're definitely in the inconceivable to impossible stage here. Uh, And that's as much my doing as anybody else's. So, Start on your back again. Hold the insides of your arches of your feet. Extend your left leg to the left, your left arm. You roll to the left. You roll to the left, maybe your right leg, blah, blah, blah. It's lively. It's active. It's extending a bit. And then bring your right foot towards your buttocks. Snap it towards your groin. Open your knee a little. And where does all that bring you? So that your face can turn down towards your left elbow, your left knee. You roll over your long left leg and there you are sitting with one long leg and one short leg. And then you can just turn around and go back. And your right foot takes you back and your left leg comes off the ground. It's totally the most mysterious part. We'll just keep on this for a little while. And the greatest trick in all of these lessons is that 
You're most likely to come up to sit the more you give up on the idea of coming up to sit because the real trick of coming up to sit in a beautiful and efficient spiral is that you let your head be the last thing in the world that would ever come up. You let your head turn down towards the floor. You let your head drag along the floor. You let your legs drag your head anywhere but up. The more you think, oh, I got to sit up, and then your head leads the whole show, the longer it's ever going to take you to sit up. Your head is the last thing, the last thing that ever needs to come up to sit. So you extend your left leg, roll to the left. Keep your leg extended and use your right leg. In whatever way you can use your right leg, use your right leg. Try this way, try that way, try your knee in, try your knee out, try your foot towards yourself, away from yourself. Try your foot any way you can so that your right foot now will take you that last distance rolling over your long left leg to come up to sit. Come up to sit with your left leg long and your right leg bent towards yourself. Just do, I'm not going to try to micromanage anymore what you do with your right leg. You, apparently the only way to figure it out is for you to try as many things as possible. And there's good news is your own body and gravity will find for you the path. So you extend your left leg, roll to your left. Roll to your left just when you feel like there isn't really anywhere else to go. Your right leg is going to solve the problem for you. Your right leg and your right arm, you're all like tied up in one little system and you're playing with gravity and something that you do with your right leg and this is how infants learn nobody they're not following our instructions when they learn this basic part rolling to sit rolling to stand managing themselves in gravity they have themselves and they have a little nervous system that's flailing about and going i don't know what i don't know what i'm doing i'm just try my leg here try my leg there i'll put my foot in my mouth i'll put my foot behind my head i don't know where my foot's supposed to go But by accident, one of the things they do with their foot makes them sit. And then they go, oh, that was cool. See if I can find that again. So a great role of serendipity in learning. Open your right leg, roll to the right, and then do whatever the hell you feel like doing or might think of doing or try with your left leg, with your right leg, sorry, got it the other way around. And where does that take you? What of the many things that you do with your right leg could bring you up to sit? And the good news is if it's completely mysterious on that side, we're going to do it on the other side. And maybe something will click on the other side. But first, take a rest. Take a rest. Just stay on your back. Lie on your back. Take a rest. Bring your knees up over your chest again. Hold on to your arches of your feet from between your legs with your arms, your hands in a hook. Lengthen your right leg. Roll to your right. Just start slowly. Lengthen your right leg. Roll to your right. Go back and forth between rolling towards your right and rolling back onto your back and feel what are the things you could do with your legs that would 
guide your arms, that would guide your shoulders, that would guide your head, that would make this all a melt, a melt from your back to your side, from your side to your back. And then as you've melted towards your right side, play with your left leg. While you're melting towards your right side, play with your left leg. Where's your knee going to go? Where's your foot going to go? Towards your pelvis, away from your pelvis. There's many options. You could actually extend both legs, but we're going to head towards extending your right leg and folding your left leg into yourself. And that way that you fold your left leg into yourself, take your knee somewhere or something or other, brings you up to sit drags your head, your shoulders, your elbows. And then you hang your head and roll back over your right leg, your right elbow on the floor. And then if you promise to watch out for one another, you can start to go from side to side. And you've got two options for going from side to side and choose which you like. You can hold your foot around the outside and go over your elbows, folding both legs. Or you can hold your foot around the inside and do this extending one leg and bending the other as you go to each side. Use whichever one you want. So if you want to go back to the other variation we were doing, you hold your feet around the outside or at your ankle, wherever you can reach. And then as you go to the side, you roll over your elbow to come up to sit. And in addition to going from side to side, you can complete the circle. You can keep going in a circle. You've got lots of space here. So keep an eye out for your neighbor. Be aware of your surroundings and go from side to side or all the way in a circle. And take a rest when you want to or need to. Then come up to sit again. Soles of your feet together and just hold on to your ankles the way you did at the beginning. 
Hold on to your ankles and lift your left leg and put it down again. Lift and extend your left leg. Lift and extend your right leg. Put it down again and feel. Check in on that relationship with gravity as you do this. Are you able to shift your weight in a way that gives your limbs more freedom? Is that shifting a more balanced rocking? If both those things are true, then your hamstrings will lengthen more than they would otherwise. You don't need to lengthen your hamstrings. You need to set up the whole system so that it's safe for your hamstrings to lengthen because you've got some peace between your nervous system and gravity. Try lifting both of them and rolling a little backwards, balancing. Bring them closer to yourself. Round your back backwards. It's an important thing. It's lifting while rounding your back. And just be kind to yourself. This might still be in the impossible to the possible range. That's okay. If you want to keep going, you can roll towards your back and then snap your feet back to bring you up. But you don't have to. It's whatever you feel like doing. Great. And then just stay on your back. And one last time. Feel your contact with the floor. You know, it's funny. In some ways, you could lie on the floor and just breathe in different subtle ways for an hour and move your eyes. And how your back rests on the floor would have changed from doing that. Or you can roll around and try to do things you haven't done since you were 14 months old. And you might have some of the same effects. Maybe more of your back's resting on the floor. You feel more support from the floor and less pushing against it. You're breathing more deeply in places you hadn't realized you weren't breathing before. And take your time if you want to stay on the floor for a while. Feel cheated out of your back time. You can stay there for a while. Otherwise, roll to your sides. Come up to sit. Come up to stand. Take some time to walk around and see your new relationship with gravity and standing. 